Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Each Sold Separately, Collect Them All, an action figure podcast with me, Colonel Rain's Carr, and your friend and mine, Brian Charles Rooney. This week we'll be discussing our top 10 toy lines from the 1980s, and you will find out if Brian Charles Rooney has put Masters of the Universe as all 10, or did he leave space for Strawberry Shortcake? And you will find all this out after a word from our sponsor. Star, a fantasy world of crystal warriors, demons, and wizards. Good wizards like Ogeodi, evil wizards like Sardeth, and underworld demons like Moltar. They've captured Ogeodi! Each figure with a crystal prism that makes everything look like this. Witness and right, evil and might, the winner is up to you! The Saga of Crystal Collection. Each figure sold separately by Remco. So, Brian Charles Rooney, welcome back to episode five of Each Sold Separately, Collect Them All, an action figure podcast, and Today. of course, the greatest strawberry shortcake podcast in the land. <laughs> it's very good, dude. What's going very on with good. you? What's going on with you today? Well, Colonel Rain's car, uh, what is going on with me today? I am admiring my new Super 7 She-Ra Battle for Etheria 2-pack. Oh. Which is um, Super Seven got real clever and did uh, versions of Shira and Catra from the new Netflix Shira and the Princesses of Power, which is different than Shira Princess of Power. Okay, uh, which is the vintage version. These are actually really beautiful. They were expensive as hell. How much were um, they? How much were they? Fifty dollars for the two pack. Holy cow! Yeah, which means most of us, and certainly I, did not buy doubles which i always kind of lament the fact that companies will charge a lot of money for something and not think about the fact that people usually buy doubles depending on the property uh, um, but it kind of people or it, nerds well i bet this is definitely a nerd release it's it was online only it was um you know targeted specifically i think to the uh, Shira fandom. So oh, I, I don't think that regular people know about these. The like Mattel didn't show any toys for that cartoon at Toy Fair. Those darn regular people. Yeah. So the regular people are getting that reveal later in the year. Um but that's also making me not want to open these because they're probably going to be worth a lot and oh, mint on card they're really they're really worth yeah i know oh, i don't know why i think about that gosh. i've never what are you I've so worried about worth yeah well you're never gonna sell those things so what do you no, care no what but do you care really nice on card i'll post a picture in the instagram account I'll because they're get really out of here. the card art's really nice it's i mean it's from the cartoon but the they're just really beautiful uh -huh. I, I hope mattel follows suit because they're actually really nice <laughs> They won't. Um, they'll be on like brown cardboard or something. That is probably um, true. I was over here playing with my new toys as well. Yes. Brand spanking new. And I know what we usually talk about this at the end of the show, but we can talk about it at the beginning. I got finally found my first Kingpin Wave figure. Hooray, hooray. They finally hit Walmart and my friend Brian, not you, but my other friend, my other friend Brian. Yeah, who's this other Brian? You keep bringing him up. I know. He's my secret Brian. He's my there is secret, no other Brian. He's my secret friend. Um, okay. It's my <laughs> alias. He's my, he's my alias that shops at Walmart because I don't want to go to Walmart. Um, no, he's a real person. 
and he's a big nerd, and he collects toys. And I found him a Dryden Voss from the new Star Wars Black Wave, and he found me the Black Cat from the Kingpin Wave, which was not my favorite figure of the Wave, but I'm still excited about it, and she's pretty cool. Mm. I also finally got um, Proxima Midnight from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I also finally got Elektra after all this time. Yes. Did you have trouble finding Proxima Midnight? Or? No, no, I just okay. didn't buy her. I very I slowly say. get these because, you know, I'm a, just a sad, poor theater no. educator and director, so I can't, you know, I can't get too much here. <laughs> That's not a bad thing, though, because <laughs> as we all know, <laughs> Marvel Legends start out as, uh, you know, $100 a figure. Not really, but that's what it Ooh. feels like. And then they're 40 cents in that's a couple right. of months. Why do you think really I got these? Because they were thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's At Walgreens, smart. that thing that you don't know about at Dwayne Reed, we actually no. got them for thirteen ninety nine, and they're still thirteen ninety nine. No, we don't have a sale anymore. There's a there was a sale. Uh, the best they could do on the comic version of Daredevil in that yellow and brown outfit that is actually a really cool figure in it my is. opinion. I was but playing with it last night. No was, one in New York. I was York playing with that. it last night. Yeah. <laughs> That's what your mom said. Oh, well, never oh. mind. Um, that uh, at, no one in New York likes that figure because they are everywhere at all of our of course, of course, stores. They're just sitting there, and and my the one that's my local branch has probably twenty of them sitting there, Oof. and they're on a big sale for sixteen ninety nine. And I thought you can't get rid of these for six dollars. No, you need to just no. give them to, to you know toys. Toys for Tots or something. That for is Christmas probably very that, true. I mean, it's they're never going away. Um, but that's not my problem. It is definitely not your problem. Most definitely not. No, I don't run the Walgreens, unfortunately. Nope. If you I did, do not. it would be all toys, and there would be no medicine, and it would be medicine. Um, Who needs that? A good replacement for Toys R Us. <laughs> so today we were thinking about we were going to talk about. Yet another top 10 list, because we feel here <laughs> at Each Told Separately Collect Them All, a top 10 list is never outplayed, especially when it comes to action figures and other pop culture-related items. There's 10,000 top 10 lists, but we figure, hey, what, why not add one more from Two Jerks? Um, two Jerks named jerks. Brian two jerks named Brian and Reigns. Why don't we hear their top 10s? So this week, we're going to do, we're going to do the top, our favorite this is our personal favorites um, individually. Yes. Our top 10 1980s toy lines, because that's the era that we grew up in. <laughs> Not that we didn't collect toys in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and for me, the 1970s. Um, <laughs> it's not that we didn't collect toys in those years. God. We did, and we will talk about those some other time. But right now, we're going to talk about... The top 10 toys from the 1980s, our favorite toy lines. And I'm actually very curious about this because we haven't talked mm -hmm. about it. I have no idea what your list is. And I have a feeling that out of these <laughs> 10, there may be one that overlaps. I don't maybe, believe that. Maybe I because I know that yours are. That. I know that your 10 through number two are going to be Strawberry Shortcake and number one is going to be Masters of the Universe. So I already no. know the answer <laughs> to what it's going to be. But um, no, I'm actually You're curious. You're obsessed with Strawberry Shortcake. I'm I have very, to say. Well, I mean, it's a pretty great toy line, and they smell good. That's the only. Re that is the. <laughs> that 
that and the play sets and they have the actual characters that you know <laughs> they're basically action figures that are just bulky that is very with true. hair now before we get started on this top 10 list i did want to give a great shout out to the guys at the toy yes. power the toy power podcast who shouted us out in their latest episode that came out this past week. So please check out Toy Power Podcast. They're uh, four guys from Australia who talk toys, and they're up to, I think, 103 episodes. And they have a lot of fun. And these guys have serious collections. Australia, if you don't know about it, it has some serious toy collectors. And I've got some friends down there, and these guys have been really great to us and very gracious and have given us a nice shout-out. And since they gave us that shout-out, our numbers have gone up. That's so it was lovely. really, really nice of yeah. them to do that for us. Darren, Darren, and I have known each other through HeMan.org for a while, and he's a really nice, really nice guy. Um, very, been very supportive, and I enjoy them a lot. They're, they're fun. They're um, definitely Aussie. <laughs> and if you have an affinity for that that dialect, you will enjoy their podcast even more. Um, I certainly do. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I actually, it, this is, it's so funny. There's a part of me that wants to just expat run away to Australia and, and, uh, and never come back. I feel like everything's better in Australia, except everything will kill you. Like if you just walk into a That's bush, true. Like everything's going to kill you. And yet everything else is better there. That's true. But, I mean, you know. it's, you know, Americans have a romanticized vision of other, other places, good or right. bad. And um, no, and no one has a romanticized vision of America. Not anymore. No. no. That's <laughs> Not true. Anymore. That's true. We're the butt of every joke. Um, <laughs> lovely. So let's go with Brian and Reigns' top 10 toys of the 1980s. Top 10 toy lines. So starting with number 10, Brian Charles Rooney, where do you fall on number 10? Number 10 for me is a cheat in a way. Because this oh, line did geez. debut. No, 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 You're no, no. Me. This, li- this line did debut in 1989, um, and it, it it so it counts, um, but it morphed into something else that Len ran through the 90s. I'm sure you probably can guess. It's the Toy Biz Batman line based on the movie, uh, uh. which had Batman in his black outfit with his zipline. Utility belt, so uh, cool, the Joker, figure. love yes. figure, love it too. The Joker, uh, Bob the Joker's goon, which was probably one of the worst figures um, to come out of that. That's line. true. I mean, that actor is not the most attractive of men. So oh, I mean, well, the figure looks his, like a giant blob. Exactly, <laughs> and his leg, his leg was like it hit like a kick action, but it didn't stay. It would just. You had to hold the button, at least on yeah. mine, and I and I had other friends who had this figure in the same problem. You had to hold the button down to keep his leg from kicking. So it was, he, his natural normal at rest pose was leg at ninety degrees. So that was. <laughs> I have several figures. I have several figures like that. Um, and then there was that great Bat Cave, which was you know cheaply made but really fun. That is a really nice. Yeah. Um, a very very nice. Uh, uh, playset. Yeah, and they had um, my favorite Batmobile that yeah, of all time, really. Actually, the movie, the the eighty nine movie Batmobile, had a great trunk. I love toys that have like storage options. Uh, yes. Um. So the trunk was big enough to hold all the weapons. Um. And I don't believe there were any more that were officially under that 
gold not Batman. Under, yeah, not under the gold Batman, but they did morph into the later yeah. Batman series and all of that stuff later on. Right. Um, I think, was there a Batwing, too? There is a Batwing, Batmobile, Batwing, Batplayset, or the Batcave. Those are the three yeah. um, vehicles, I believe, from that particular line. Yeah, so that was that's my number 10. Very uh, nice. I loved that line, and that was kind of my restart into collecting on my own without the help of parents or ah. grandparents or whatever. That was yeah, I mean, I've, I've told you before, I found that figure when I was on a trip to Los Angeles with my mother uh, when I was 14 years old, and I just I went out of my mind because um, we had seen the movie, and I just went totally crazy, and I didn't even know what to do with myself because it was such a cool, incredible line. Yeah. Well, my uh, my number 10 yours? my number ten is a line that came out in the early 80s, and it's by a company called Arco, which is now a division of your favorite company, Mattel. And Arco made <laughs> <Lies>. some... <laughs> Arco made uh, a line of action figures that were bendy figures. And yes. they made a couple of different lines. They made The Other World, which is a popular fantasy line, which is like a He-Man knockoff. And they also made a line, which is my number 10, called... Arco Robot Zone, and it's oh a uh, a bunch of action figures. Uh, there's four different ones, and they come with different accessories and little robot accessories. And they all they have uh, little vehicles. And on the back of the packaging, it even showed a playset. But I've never seen an example of that playset ever anywhere. I've never seen anyone have one. But they're little teeny bendy figures. There's a green one. There's a red one. Uh, there's I, yeah, a I yellow just looked one. these up. They're cool. Yeah, and there's they're an really or cool. and there's an orange one, and you've probably seen these if you've been collecting toys for a while. They're always in lots of different things. It's just you may not remember the name, but they're called Robot Zone by Arco, and it's a really cute little line. Um, I love the little space vehicles, and they're sort of like a little space robot knockoff line, maybe a Transformers kind of knockoff in little bendy scale, and they're three and yeah. three quarter. They're three and three quarter scale, so they kind of go. Um, you know, you could put them fighting your G.I. Joes or something like that. These it's... remind me, um, like, a little bit of kind of a precursor to both Muscle and Battle Beast. Ba Battle Beast? Is that, that Yeah, called? Battle Beast. They're a little bit bigger, and they have a full bendy wire um, musculature, like, skeleton underneath them so that you can right. fully, fully pose them. And, of course, over time, when I had mine originally as a kid, all those wires would break. Right. Um, and so, you know, I've recollected them over the years, and I may have a large hoard of them at my home, and I'll post a photo of them <laughs> on our Instagram, because I, I kind of have a lar large hoard of them. I bought a collection of them from a buddy of mine who got them from another buddy of mine, and I've added to it over the years, so I do have quite a large collection of them. Cool. Those are fun. I'm not, now I'm interested. Yeah, that's a really cool line. Hmm. A lot a lot of figure collectors that have, are kind of looking for the alternative really turn to lines like that and Dragon Riders of the Sticks and Bugman of Insecta and the Other World and some of those other three and three quarter lines that a lot of people don't know a lot about. Right. So what's your number nine? Number nine? Um, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for... Um, From me, specifically. Per perhaps. For not placing this particular toy line higher in my um, oh. uh, in my list, it's Masters um, of the Universe. No, that's no, not it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Um, yeah, um, this one is uh, it's robots and it's Transformers um, oh. at number nine. I've for never me. heard of it. Is that a new toy line? 
Yeah, I, I, I know it's 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 you mean unpopular. Di- Diaclone warriors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a extremely unpopular um, line. Yeah, it's that a brand nobody that's died out. Of. No one's ever heard of it. They don't even have a movie that's just recently in the movie theater. Yeah, I know it's pretty sad. Um, so you're so talking I, I Generation have... One, Generation One, the '80s, Generation One. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had Optimus Prime. I had Soundwave, which was uh, the one I was obsessed with, with all you know the the, the tapes. Um, and uh, let's see what else. I had Perceptor, which was I think my mother's attempt to push me even more ardently towards being a, a doctor slash scientist of some sort, ah. um, which which failed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, you're you're an actor. That means I am, you're a... I'm a doctor of communications oh, and the Lordy. performing arts. You're art. an actor. Um, you're the scum of society. Oh uh, sure. Um, I'm already that. I don't need to be an actor to do that. <laughs> um, and who else did I? I had? Um, oh gosh, uh, Grimlock, and uh, I think. Oh, I probably. Oh, I had another one that was just re-released, like maybe in the last year or two, in that new kind of. Speaking of Walgreens, Walgreens carries it. It's kind of, it's a card back, you know, uh, bubble on card. Yes. Version. They've gone through different waves, and he was white and blue, and he had two silver drills on the front, and I cannot remember his name. Um, uh, two, oh yeah, what was that? Was he one of the? Flip, there, he was one of the flip ones yes, that you pressed yeah, and they flipped and, up. Yeah, and there was another. There was like a twin that had two, like a forklift. Yes, instead. I forget their name. If, if my other friend Brian was here, he could tell us their names because he's a huge right. Transformer guy. Now I had a huge Transformer collection as a kid, and um, I I had a time. I probably had thirty or forty of them. So I had all right. the Dinobots, almost all of the originals, the little minis, the bigger ones. All the way up to Ultra Magnus, I think, and Galvatron are probably the last two that I ever got, the ones from the movie. Wow. And so I had a big collection. I ended up giving a couple away, and then and then it was uh, the Transformers were the first casualty of not being able to pay rent in Los Angeles when I first moved there. So oh. they have been gone from my collection for about 20 oh. years. So it's pretty sad. And this might even be more scandalous. Transformers isn't even on my list. Really? Yeah. I expected I, that surprises me. So then, not what is your no- even on my list. Oh, wow. Well, it's a crap toy line, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty and great toy line. People just no, no, burn. no. It's a great toy line. It's just no, I, I don't know. hold the affection for it because I don't feel this is the problem I have with a lot of stuff. It did not represent the cartoon very well. Right. No, they were diaclone figures from Japan. They repainted right. them. They made a cartoon, but the cartoon and now the masterpiece Transformers and the bootlegs that they make that look just like the cartoon. Yeah, that's a line of toys that I can collect. Those are awesome, and so those I'm probably going to go back and collect. I had a few, um, and I'm going to go back and collect some of those. But um, my number nine is a line by a company called Coleco, and you might remember their old Coleco oh, sure. Vision. Yeah. Um, but they dabbled in toys. They made sectars and some other lines. But my number nine is uh, Coleco's Rambo from oh, the sure. Rambo yeah. animated series. Because, you know, horrible, violent films where you kill tons of Vietnamese people are so fun. Um, we should make <laughs> well, it that's... into an animated series and make the right. bad people uh, Saudi Arabian instead. <laughs> right, of course. 
It's a pantheon of bad guys. But no, uh, Coleco's Rambo is a really diverse, interesting a line. It, it's a f what I like. It, it's an 80s line that's finite. It's not like G.I. Joe or Transformers where there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds right. and hundreds of them. It's actually a pretty finite line. There's less than 20 characters to collect. There's a bunch there's of... There's even a female. There that is. There's a bunch unusual. of... Uh, her name's Cat. There's yes. a bunch of... Um, there's a playset. A great playset. There's a bunch of... Uh, of uh, you know vehicles and weapon sets and it's a fun line to collect but it's finite. The two hardest things to get are the ones that were released in Argentina, oh. which was uh, X-Ray looking... was the my favorite character from that. He's this really cool cyborg looking dude, and he looks kind of like the biker, one of the guys that comes in weird science on the motorcycles and breaks into the party in the weird science movie. Wait, let um, me see if I can find a picture. Um... Yeah, his name's X-Ray. Um, and then there's another one named Doctor Hyde, and he's got a he's got like his head and half of his brain <laughs> showing inside of a dome, and he actually has a light up feature. And if you can still find a light up feature that That's works, That's cool. It doesn't have a corroded battery apartment. You can have the light up feature, and I had every single one of these, oh, including yeah. the variants. And they even had sort of like in the '90s some Desert Storm style variants that were made in South America. Really? Yeah, and I had a bunch of them, and when I went through the purge, the great purge of the 2000 teens, those were casualties. So I do love that line, and I will recollect it, but they were part of the purge of the 2010s. I had them all, and now they're I remember gone. them being in the store and never just not really having any interest, but and now that I'm looking figures. at the pictures, they They've really do look decent fun. decent articulation. The only problem I ever had with those figures is they did not have elbow articulation. They had everything else. Except elbow, and so it was hard Dr. for them. Doctor Hyde to, does. It was, it was hard. Yeah, that Doctor Hyde did. He was the last one of the last ones, but most That's of them did here. not have elbow articulation. So they That's, had a hard time, and they yeah. didn't have swivel arm. So it was hard for them Ugh. to hold their cool guns. Other That's than that, it's a really cool fair. toy line. And if you don't know what they are or haven't seen them, check them out. There, it's very, very unique, and you get a really great likeness of Sylvester Stallone in yeah, that line. Yeah, I was actually just looking at that, and and NECA did a. a tribute version it seems they did yeah that's nice too yeah because it was um, a pretty popular line they were around for a while series two yeah, series two is more expensive of course they were less uh there was less of them around so you can right. spend a little money on those and the of course, the argentinian ones especially x-ray are going to cost you in the hundreds of dollars x-ray oh he's cool looking i just found a yeah, picture of x-ray is really that, really that neat. arm <laughs> he's like a trap jaw slash he's trap jaw jason, slash cyborg slash, slash jason uh, slash all kinds of weird terminator Shadow, he's all slash, kinds of weird yeah, stuff put together what a with great little, idea he's a really neat uh it's just they've just got such a great toy vibe to them so now we're at number eight number eight what could number eight be mr bcr duke also um extremely popular toy line that most people would probably put higher in their list star wars star wars this is the george lucas thing i guess george the return of the jedi empire strikes back those movies is that what you're talking about darth vader and i mean all that? my favorite is um that one where they where carrie fisher um kind of goes back in time and looks young again and they die in the end, and it's oh, super okay. depressing. Oh, that one, yeah, that's. A I'm being completely sarcastic. No, yes. Um, um, so <laughs> no, Star Wars in Jedi, general. So I'm yeah. sure most Star Wars people would hate me for that's saying. That's the one that came out when you were a kid, right? Yeah. Um, so I was super into Jabba and um, 
and you know uh, that whole playset. Um, I was a huge fan of Yoda. That was you. You couldn't go wrong. Ewoks were a huge thing for me, but I was oh, really yeah. little, so it was like I had the Ewok family hut. Um, <laughs> oh, the play is, school ones. The play I, school yeah, ones. I okay. still have that actually. Um, I love that. It's it's a knock a, a repurposed version yep. of the Weebles treehouse. Half of um, that line is repurposed. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I had, uh, so I had a lot of the Jedi stuff. I had some Empire stuff. I had the the uh, break, the, the, the C-3PO you could break down and put in the bag. Yeah, that's a great, the Empire one, um, yeah. I had Chewbacca. I had Bespin Luke, Hoth Leia, Bespin Leia with the gown, which was I the cape thing, which I loved. Um, and then Darth Vader. Um, and the Wampa. And... Uh, Yes, he's called a Wampa. That thing you yeah, couldn't remember if you episodes I forgot ago. the name oh of before. Oh my gosh! Um, which is ridiculous. Um, and then uh, the Jabba set, and then a bunch of uh, the Gamorrean Guard, and a bunch of the other Jedi uh, one shots, uh, like one you know one scene characters. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that. But but Star Wars. I, I think I would have stayed with Star Wars had Masters of the Universe not taken over my life. Ah. Um, as a child um, so yeah so that was um, certainly a huge influence on me as a collector uh, yeah, uh, me, I, I it was yeah it was for me too and I had a ton and I had an older brother so I had everything from New Hope oh, I had everything yeah. from Empire I had you know, remember remember the parents got divorced in 79 the first right. first movie was 77 so we had the Death Star. We had all the play sets. We had all the figures. I mean, I must have had, I had a huge collection. I didn't have everything. And the first thing I ever bought at Toys R Us was from that last little line, which was like Han and Carbonite and Luke and his Stormtrooper outfit and all that stuff, Power of the Force line. And right. I was a huge Star Wars fan. I kept all those figures for years. When the newer ones came out in 95, I was at Walmart at midnight looking for all of them. I collected that line for about 10 years. And I had a huge Star Wars collection, massively huge. And then after a while, like I've told you before, Star Wars just got a little intense for me. And I just couldn't do it. So in the middle 2000s, um, I sold all of my Star Wars away to other collectors that really love Star Wars. And I stayed away from Star Wars except for things that had to do with uh, Hoth. So in my toy room now, I've got the giant AT-AT, the really big one they made. I've got all, all the Hoth troopers. I've got the Hoth figures like Han and Chewie and Leia and right. you know all the Luke and all the different ones from, from Hoth. I've got the giant Millennium Falcon that came out with a few years ago and the figures that go with that. Anybody that's flown in the Millennium Falcon, I have those figures. But my collection went from probably five or 600 Star Wars toys down to maybe 50. Wow. And when the Black Series came out, I collected the first probably four or five waves, and then I was just like, I can't do it. And I, I, I gave them away. Yeah. I, I, Black Series I've collected a um, pretty decent amount of, and the six-inch. And I I have – I initially thought, oh, I'm going to just collect the ones I had as a kid. Uh, you know, <laughs> the re- reimagining. Right. And then the new movies came out, and I really do like – well, I like most – most things about them um and that made me go oh i need this trooper and i need this of version course, of, of course. ray and this version of that's how they get you ridiculous it's completely ridiculous so i i uh you know i they're 
mostly there are some that I have on display, but most of them are sitting in a bin, which Ooh, is not good. Ouch. Um, well, I would be remiss if we didn't mention that the Java sail barge that Hasbro yes. Pulse produced is is being released right now. It's finally shipping everywhere. Some people have gotten it already. Some people are still getting it. Now, my mysterious friend Brian did order one, and I was going to, but I didn't have enough money at the time. And so we're going to have an opening party this weekend because he's supposed to get it by Thursday. So we're going to have a Java Sail Barge opening party this weekend. And so I will post pictures of that on our Instagram. Um, again, it's not mine, but it, it, it will be one I can play with because it's close. <laughs> um, so that's pretty exciting. And the local toy shop is already selling their two that they ordered for $1,500 each. So they can go, you know what, themselves. Ridiculous. Yep. That is horrible. It was $500, and they made thousands of them, and they're already selling it. It just came out for $1,500. That, that kind of crap pisses me off. You want to sell it for $700 because you had to order it in front of the money and all that? That's right. fine. Five, seven, eight hundred, even uh, even 1000 You want to double your money? Okay. But you want to triple your money the first yeah, week like it comes wanna, out? Get out of here. You want to pay for it. Yeah, if Get you need to here. pay for it with selling one, that And if I you're listening to this, I'm so sorry, but that's way too much money, and you are gouging some poor Star Wars fan. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. That's uh, totally gross. It I, is I, I, horrifying. Uh, Triple, triple the price is disgusting. It's, I mean, yeah, I, double. Okay, that's a regular sort of like secondary market yeah. price, but like triple the week it comes out. I can understand another year or two from now when they're just gone and everyone has right. them in their collections and they're hard to come by and no one's selling them and they're going for two thousand dollars. That is fine with me. It's a, it's kind of an exclusive online item. I get it, but the first Grace week it comes even, out. The, the classics Grayskull, which is has appreciated pretty well, doesn't even go for triple yet. I mean, that's no, it's nonsense. That's gross. It's nonsense. But anyways, Star Wars people, I I love you, but you're weirdos. You're worse. <laughs> than, you're worse than those creepy Masters of the Universe people. Speaking of creepy oh Masters of the Universe people, what's your number seven, BCR Duke? My number seven is GoBots. GoBots. Wow, GoBots. Go I'm the doing list? the song wrong. Holy I'm doing it. Oh yes, I loved them. Loved GoBots. Loved Rock Warriors. Loved the the. Uh, They're called I, Rock uh, Lords, you jerk. Whatever they are. Um, <laughs> my brain is well. There are Rock Warriors and He-Man, so that's why. I yeah, that's that. He-Man, not Rock Lords. Rock Lords I had, the GoBot well, offshoot. Rock Lords. I only had Nugget. Um, I think I had one, maybe one more. I can't remember, but I had. Um, so I, had, I loved GoBots. I had the playset. I wasn't allowed to have the villain playset because, again, my mother would like randomly place uh, regulatory edicts. I guess that is very strange. Oh, uh, on what I could and could not collect. I guess to keep things from keep me from being spoiled. I, I suppose. Um, well, my parents spoiled me, and I had both GoBot playsets and a bunch of GoBots. <sighs> <laughs> I loved GoBots. Oh, they were so much fun. Yet another the line that got got lost in the purge. That's sad. That's not right. Um, Your toy room can I, only I, be I, so big. I had Leader One. I had the large version of Leader One. I had Psykill. I had uh, Crasher. Um, I had uh, Scooter. Who, er, not Scooter. Um, <laughs> is um, what is the name? The Scooter. Oh gosh, yeah, I can't name? remember. I can't remember his name. GoBots is so far out of my memory that, that I, know. I don't remember yeah, their names Scooter. anymore. I don't remember their Scooter. names anymore. Yeah, that was his name. That's I'm right. Um, 
uh, so many other ones. There was a red car. It's sad that I can't remember some of the names. I'm finding that because I do theater and I have to learn lines and songs, I, I am super, super good at that. And I can learn things quickly and find that I don't have any problem cramming and being off book for things really quick, but everything else in my life, memory yeah, wise, forget suffers. About it. That's me too. Yeah, forget about it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Birthdays? I, no way. I can't. I thought the other one. day I was like, I'm becoming, you know, I'm I'm getting early onset Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> I can't remember this person's name. My 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 partner's like, well, you oh, also... it's because you have like nine thousand songs in your head from the last couple of years, and that's There's the truth. That, like that, and you have a three and a half year old. Well, there. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't think about that. So you, I mean, That's, you're always you're always in rehearsal, and you always have your child with you as well. So it's true. You know, I can't even imagine. I think we skipped my number eight. Wait, did we? Yeah, we skipped my number eight. Because your number eight. Oh was, yes. Yeah, we my skipped number my number eight. Was, <laughs> we are. My number ten was Toy Biz Batman. My number nine was Transformers. My number eight was Star Wars, and my number seven was GoBots. Did we skip you? We That's skipped terrible. my number eight. It's not my own fault. It's my yeah, own fault. What a horrible I'm host! Everything. Um, well, my number eight was the Rimco Warlord and Warrior Beast figures yes. uh, that we talked about ad nauseum in the last episode. But yeah. the really lovely knockoffs—they were licensed from the DC Comics Warlord. And a lot of those figures uh, did appear in that comic book, um, but I really, really love that line. Um, like I said, I used to have the horses, the stab, the war stallions, and the war pulp, and I had everything, and they were in that box that I lost that was thousands of dollars lost. Ugh. And my original figures that I have. So the only one I have left is Eric and the the um, the war pulp, and I've been meaning to recollect them all. It's just you know I'm finally getting over the loss of the original ones, and the fact that I can't find all the war stallions in years and years and years right. is very upsetting. And I feel I always want to collect the hardest thing to find in a line first. <laughs> of course, because then you want to get the bother, hardest thing yeah. first. Why bother doing anything else, especially since I already had them before? Um, so that right. was my that was my number eight. Um, but we talked about them a lot last week. My number seven is another really cool line. Um, that I, I absolutely loved at the time, and I still have the playset sitting right over here next to me, and the playset is called The Fortress of Fangs. What a cool yes. playset. And it's from a really <laughs> interesting line called, it's from LJN called Dungeons and Dragons. Part of the Dungeons and Dragons craze. Um, and I remember getting these at KB Toys back in the day. Mm. They used to have all of them, and they sat there forever and ever. They were on clearance forever and ever because nobody liked really? them. Really? I've got Tiamat sitting over here. He's probably the hardest one to get. And I used to have all of them, again, part of the Purge, the only ones that are left of the playset, and Tiamat, because I figured I could get all the figures again. Um, but I really love that line, and the playset I have is my original one. And I probably had about 10 wow. of the original ten of the original figures as a child. I told you I was spoiled. I had everything. I had 10. <laughs> everything you said so far, I had 10 yeah, to 20 or 30 of them. Because you're not a douche. <laughs> like, that, that's always that I, that argument. Like, don't spoil your children. Well, they're not assholes, then they're not spoiled. That's true. Well, I was, I had an overabundance. How's that sound? Did I had you enough share? To, Were you I good did at share? I, you yeah. know, I shared them with my friends. We would trade all kinds of different stuff. So then you're not spoiled. Um, you just had a lot of uh, I did a, have a, a lot of toys, toys, and I always have. I still have a lot of toys um, that you can see in the video. Uh, other yes. people can't see just yet until we do a video podcast. But LJN Ugh. had a really colorful. The figures were very colorful from some decent articulation. They, you know, were sort of mired in some of the bad articulation of the time. But a lot of them were really well made. It's actually yeah, probably I'm... the most well made. 
toys of the pre, you know like 80, 80 to eighty five. Certainly five I and a half inch. Yeah, of that so scale, figures. I think they're some of my all time favorite. Just how well made they are and how detailed they are. Because like even yeah. the, the armor and all of the different you know uh, pieces on them are very well sculpted, very well done. LJN did some really interesting work back then, and then they sort of made Thundercats, and they were just kind of blah. I like those figures where they were just kind of blah in comparison to the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, there was an inconsistency in Thundercats too with the way things were posed. I feel like certain figures were kind of yeah. neutral. I certain never, figures yeah. were in sort of action pose. I can never get hunched. over a Pumra kind of it's like he's taking a poop. His knees are bent, and it's like he's trying to bend over and take a poop. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor Panthro. So what's uh, what's your what is your number six? My number six is the real Ghostbusters. Oh, that's a great line. Oh yes. Um, I had and that's perfect the... for your age. That's your age group for sure. Yeah. Um, your 20, I, I mean, your twenty-five-year-old age group. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the real Ghostbusters, starring um, uh, those Meg, women from Saturday Night Live. McCarthy, I have the yeah. figures from them, and there's the ghost, <laughs> and it's really great. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I love uh, that. I, I love that cartoon. I so did I, and I loved how campy the toys were like oh, the yeah. granny ghost was probably my favorite one that's you turn her little so hat hilarious. And she just pops open and this totally scary um i had the cop ghost dracula um oh gosh slimer obviously stay puff marshmallow man uh i was always a little upset that they didn't do gozer or dana um yeah possessed dana yeah which which they couldn't really do. Well, they weren't in the was... cartoon, but they weren't in the cartoon. No, but they were. Uh, no, but neither. You know, they didn't do so... any movie stuff. They didn't do any movie stuff. It was I know. only cartoon stuff. Too adult. Um, I had the my main Ghostbusters that I used were not the original because I didn't start collecting them until later. These were the uh, like Egon with the white outfit and the right. pop up tie. Yeah, Janine the... with the pink outfit. Yeah, the later series, uh, series two and three. Yeah, yeah, that series. Um, which I loved. The, I had Ecto One. I had. Did you have uh, the Firehouse? Ecto, yes, I did. Ooh. And, I, and, and remember, I, we, we talked about this. I used the Firehouse later for uh, Dick Tracy and. Um, oh, that's a good idea. The Batman, the Toy Biz Batman, super the the DC superhero stuff, and then X Men. Um, so that that place I got a lot of use. Yeah, that's um, great. And Ecto Two, the the boat, the motorcycle with the helicopter. Yep. Um, any kind of flying motorcycle I was a fan of as a kid. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other, uh, really cool. I, I loved that they were super colorful, uh, and that they, some of the mini ghosts that they came with were done in different style of plastic, like translucent or glitter, or, um, there was slime that was included with some of them. Um, just really brightly colored. They were Fun, t- yes. playable toys. That's exactly what I was going to say. Those are that's probably one of the most playable toy lines of the 1980s. It was also totally. extremely popular. I mean, you can just go on eBay right now and you'll find 10,000 auctions for those toys because they were so popular. They're still around. You can get everything but those first series 1 figures for pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Um what a fun I I never collected them cuz I was like 13, 14 when they came out. Right. So I never had them as a kid, but I did watch the show. And it was a good show. It was actually it was. Well it was very well done. A little, 
not adult, but a little more mature than it had a, little a lot darkness. of the other. It had a yeah. little darkness that I really liked as, at that age. Yeah, like the Sam Hain episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of, it was dark, um, which is a good thing. Um, Most definitely. You know, sophisticated for kids cartoon. Um, but yeah, I, I loved them. I, I thought they were they're well made for the most part they are they have um, held up over time i've had yeah. a collection of them i've had probably 10 or 20 at any time that i've sort of cycled through my collection and cycled out um but i, I really do enjoy um god kenner was making some bang up stuff back then man yeah i'll tell you they were on oh, top yeah. of their game that kenner Batman? kenner kenner is actually my number six as well oh you picked a kenner line mm, i picked I a kenner guess. line for number six what do you think my kenner line is um, is it ninjas? Nope. No. <laughs> um, so you're totally wrong. My number six is a really incredible line. Had a playset. Oh, had, it had I know vehicles. what it is. Totally know it what had it is. great mind. articulation. It had great playability, great play value, and a great cartoon that I loved. Yes. And it's called Mask. Mask, yes. It's called Mask. Mask, I still have, like I've said before, my originals to this day. I was just playing with my Boulder Hill the other day. Still have all the parts. <laughs> still complete. Jealousy. My originals. The, ve- the vehicles are all beat up to hell because I play with them so much, but I right. still have my original vehicles. Um, I've lost some, a couple of the figures for some reason, but I, that's a line I need to go back and recollect at some point. because oh, I a love lot of, those. It had a lot of unique European variants that are fun for adults like us to collect. Right. And uh, but Mask had such a great cartoon, of course, because I was a kid. Scott and T Bob were my favorite, and mm-hmm. I remember still finding Scott and T Bob at Kmart when we were going camping. <laughs> my dad had stopped to get propane, and I was like, "Please, can I go to the toy section?" He's like, oh, "Okay, hurry up, we're trying to go camping." We were going to Disney <laughs> you were like, World. And remember when you got divorced? So no, oh, jeez. <laughs> we were going Guilt to trip. Disney World at the time. One of our three three thousand trips to Disney World. And we stopped there in St. Augustine, where I live now. And um, there was a Kmart here, and they had Scott and T-Bob. They were part of the series that I had never yes. seen before. I flipped out. Oh, that's how you discovered that? Yeah. Wow. Scott and T-Bob were out, and I was totally blown away. They also had, like, the little mini packs that were, like, one figure with a bunch of adventure gear. Right. And so I got that uh, one of those as well. And um, I still have Scott and T-Bob right at the front of my display, right Aww. behind right behind me to this day, the same ones I've always had. And those are probably two of my favorite figures in my toy room because I loved them so much as a kid. I lo- That line was fun. I had the I had Boulder, Boulder Hill playset. I had Condor, the uh, green, again, <laughs> green flying motorcycle. The green flying motorcycle, motorcycle, which is a, Hey, those toys yeah. are really sophisticated oh, they and are. very well done. Uh, Jackhammer, Gator, and uh, oh gosh, I had another one. What was the uh, the semi, the magenta? Oh, the the Rhino. Rhino. Yes, I've got mine. He's just missing a tire, and he's a little beat up, and I'm missing Bruce <laughs> Sato, the driver. But otherwise, special. I have his helmet. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, um, but I am missing yeah, a few. Oh, that was such a great toy line, and I wish. I wish they would just remake it exactly how it was. Somebody, I don't know. No, who, just redo it with the original ex- molds. Yeah, exactly because how they it don't, was. They do it, not need an update at all. No, not at all. They're really, they were really well made, and they were good quality and and creative and colorful. And that's mm-hmm. colors. The color, colorful toy line. Oh, it's yep. always a good a good thing for me. I, I it, it makes uh, 
it just adds to the pop art part of it for me as an adult. And oh, I, me too. I love that. Well, and I, I think, loved it as a I kid. I just feel like Kenner was at the top of their game, like mid to late 80s with Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and Mask and, and the creativity level. And I think Mask might be my pinnacle of Kenner's lines. Uh, it's probably my favorite Kenner line besides Steve Scout, their very first line <laughs> that they made back in the 70s. Oh. Uh, when they were part of the um, Kellogg Corporation. That's going to be something I have to research when we, when we'll we do, do a seventies one. Yeah, we'll do, do some seventies because Steve Scout will be on my. Will be. I know you're very young and you don't remember the seventies because you weren't there. Um, <laughs> but seventies uh, was a lot of fun. There's a lot of great toys. Okay, I've heard. So far, we've done five, ten through six, and we have no overlaps. I'm gonna no. bet that we maybe have one in the top five, and that's it. So let's yeah, find out. Yeah, I know what it is. You know what it is. It's that thing that has hundreds of different figures. It's but... <laughs> number five. It's your Care number five. Posables. Oh, <laughs> That's our overlap, right? Oh, no, it's not. No, but I do love that line. No, they're awesome. They, they were, that line was something that Is this really your number my... five? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Care Bears is a great line. That was great something that my... Too. That's also my... Kenner, isn't it? That's Kenner, too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank um, you, Kenner. Man, those cocaine-fueled yeah. cowboys, they could make some toys. <laughs> they, um, this line was something that everyone in my school was obsessed with. Everyone. And I wasn't allowed to have it. Of course not. Of course not. But I was able to sneak them because I was able to <laughs> trade for them. And my mom actually did cave and bought me uh, baby tugs um, and uh, friend bear. <laughs> and there was one other one. So there was like an underground, like smuggling Care Bear network at your school at the time. Kind of, yeah. Love a lot was another one I had. I don't know. I don't think she bought me that one, but Love a Lot's my favorite Care Bear. Um, the uh, I ha- and now and that was when I started when eBay when I discovered eBay. It was one of the first things I was like, I will have these toys. Of so course, I have, I have take all that, of, mom. I have all of them. I don't have the um. There, I think there were rare Care Bear cousins that the were Care Bear made cousins, a, a abroad. Are, yes, there's a couple of uh, overseas ones that are pretty hard to get. I don't have those, but I have the ones that were made here. Um, I have I all had, the weird, I probably you know, had humans. Two. I probably had two at the time, and that's a line I've always wanted to collect, and I never have. And I've looked oh, at so and fun. looked at lots of them, and I've almost bought them a million times, and I haven't done it. And that's one I'm definitely going to pull the trigger on one of these days. The Carolot playset's fun. The cars are fun. Uh, I just actually, not too long ago, got a replacement rainbow roller that was oh. mint, um, because mine was really messed up, and that was a an uh, one I acquired from a neighbor uh, who didn't want it anymore. She just gave it to me. I'll take so, it. <laughs> <laughs> it was messed up, but it was it was better than nothing. That's too um, funny. That's so yeah, too funny. so those are those were fun. Those were like lunchtime, and I I had problems. With kids in from kindergarten through fourth grade, I had to change schools and went to Catholic school in fifth grade. And then things were great. Um, but I was tormented every day and called Cootie, which was eventually a toy, which blew my mind because I had always re- knew of Cootie as being the name I was tormented <laughs> with in school where people would touch me and they would spray themselves with invisible spray to get rid of the Cootie bugs. Whoa. I was a, and I was a clean child. I was a handsome little child. I, I have... Clearly, you know, 
they and they they just picked the I I was Yikes. so tormented. So this Care Bears, the fact that people um, actually interacted with me at lunch about them was a huge boon to Yikes. me. So, that's really sad. This yeah, is the no, saddest that's, thing you sold me ever. <laughs> that's a long sad story. It was really bad. I, I remember having like a breakdown on the playground about it, screaming at them like, "Why are you doing this to me?" And I was a little wow. kid. So wow. the fact that little kid that's has rough. to get to that point, yeah, that's and rough. the guards, the ladies who would come and like watch us, there was one who was sympathetic to me and one who was clearly a right-wing gay-hating Republican or something. I don't know. Just did not like me. Sorry, Republicans. Not friends, all, yes, not all right-wing Republicans uh, are gay-hating. They're just mostly no. gay-hating. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> and most of those are gay. So. Yeah, exactly, basically. Um, um, no, well, that's, like, wow, like third-grade gay bashing. This is really awful story. Was, well, I mean, I, I can't think of another reason why I was singled out. I was nice. I had friends in nursery school. and kindergarten, I had friends. But then, but it started at the end of kindergarten. And then... Yeah, weird. It, it, it was weird, man. and then and then I left, and then another kid just got picked, and oh, his mother man. called my mother and was like, "How did you deal with this?" And she was like, "I, <laughs> we pulled him out. So yeah. good luck to you." Wow, that's horrible. Yeah, it was bad. Well, um, speaking of that, my anyway. no, not at all. Not speaking <laughs> of that at all. My number five is uh, is also a Ghostbusters line, but not the real Ghostbusters. No. It's, the, uh, it's the original Ghostbusters, Filmation's Ghostbusters. Which has my all-time favorite playset, which is called yeah. Ghost Command, and it's a really colorful yellow best. and red, and it's one of the all-time greatest playsets ever made. And um, uh, it was uh, made by a company named Shaper, and they made some really interesting toys. They sold a lot of these. They they barely sold here in the states, but they sold really well overseas. Right, Parti- particularly in Italy, it was very popular, and and Spain, where they were called Casa Fantasmas. And um, <laughs> and so there's still that. a lot of them around because they were pretty popular overseas. And this came from an old live action show from the 70s called right. Ghostbusters. And then they morphed it into a um, cartoon show. And I actually really love the cartoon show as oh, well. It's, it's great. Like two guys and a gorilla and they're out and the gorilla's yeah. the gorilla's the only holdover from the live action show. Right. Uh Tracy and they all they go out busting ghosts and fighting some guy named Tracy. Prime Prime <laughs> Evil who looks like a ghost version of Skeletor. Prime, well, Prime Evil who was also um voiced by the man who That's voiced Hordak right. on She Princess right. of Power. That's right. Yeah. And it's the toys are super sturdy, super yeah, well they made. They're beautiful. It's also a finite line where there's not too much to collect. The ghost buggy, their little car that they drive around in, yes. like transforms and does all this stuff. With that pointed nose. Yep, so and great. this is a very popular toy line. I had everything in pristine condition. I was the first one that ever posted photos of this thing on the internet. I mean, if you ever look up Ghost Command, most of those are my photos or a buddy of mine. I got it from Italy for $500 back in like 2005. And it was a lot of money back then. And yeah, mine, that is mine a lot was of money, mint actually. in box. I opened it. I put the stickers on. Oh. Uh, those old 20-year-old stickers I put on. Were they still were they they still work? Sure, you bet. I've wow. done that with so many old things like from the 70s and 80s. I've done tons of that. I always peel the stickers off. I'm not trying to keep things mint. I want to I want to play with them. No, no, um, but usually the stickers have like they're yeah. like Either yeah. it's bonded to the card, or that's true. The stickiness is just gone. Just gone. But they, it still worked just fine. They were it was very well preserved. I had that playset for, uh, I don't know, ten years, and then um, 
somebody made me an offer for it. Somebody emailed me and made me an offer. And it was an offer I couldn't oh refuse. And I sold God. everything. I sold the whole line. Oh. Um, and I it's the number one toy regret I've ever had was selling my Ghostbusters. And my Filmation's Ghostbusters. And I'm still, to this day, regret it. Now, I can still find them all. They're just, right. of course, expensive to get. Um, not the figures are in the thirty forty dollar range. The play sets in the thousand dollar range, and the vehicles are sort of in the seventy five to three hundred dollar range. So it's not terrible. No, but that's but it's expensive. my it's my biggest toy regret. But it's also the most money I've ever been given for a toy, and so I can't. You know, I needed the money at the time, and and I was transitioning, and I was using the money to woo my now future or my, my wife that I have now is when we first started dating. No, wait, wait. So when the you, money when went you say to a you good were transitioning. Cause. When you say you were transitioning, can you yes, be more clear about that? I was transitioning from a Los Angeles douchebag to a <laughs> uh, Floridian scumbag. Um, <laughs> You're so, you, you think so highly of yourself. That's, that's very no, healthy. I was transitioning <laughs> out of my 13 years in Los Angeles to... Um, going to grad school and right. uh, leaving the L.A. thing. And, and that's when I met my wife and, and, and then went to grad school and now, you know, doing things that I do now, which is I'm a professor and all that now. But the, um, yeah, it, it, was, it was the thing that sort of helped me spurn that transition. So I, the Ghostbusters did me a, a good favor, and they were a great toy line I had for a decade. And I figured someone else needed to love them for a while, and I regret yeah. it, and now I need to collect them again. <laughs> well, when that happens, I think that it is nice and it is healthy, actually, when you can give or sell or trade to somebody who actually loves the stuff you're they're getting. That's why, I, you know, I can't, somebody really wanted it, and, and I, I finally caved and said yes, because I had people ask me all the time, because I post so much stuff with my rare play sets online i have people email me or message me all the time please right. sell this to me please sell this to me and i always say no <laughs> for 30 dollars. Um, yeah right and i always say no but <laughs> speaking of that what's your number four number my four number four is peewee herman from matchbox what a great toy line that was oh. my, that was my number 11 it didn't quite make it in but it was close I love it i'm such a huge peewee herman fan and all of the actors me, that did that show well. and the me movies well. i i've recently been revisiting it because my son who is only three is super responsive to peewee that's not great. i mean he has watched peewee's big adventure probably 10 times now well it's a freaking great he, movie as well and peewee and big top peewee he calls it farmer peewee has he seen the new one with joe manganello yeah he has <laughs> that was um, so great it's 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 so great because it makes fun of what they did like yep. it, it makes fun of itself yep um yeah he loves all of them he loves obviously the the show um which was such a huge part of my life. Me I had too. all of the Me too. I had the cherry, the plush cherry, the Pee Wee Herman doll, the Billy Baloney doll, the Terry doll. Mm -hmm. Um I still have Pee Wee and Cherry. I don't know what happened to the others. But I have the play the Playhouse playset and all Which of the is figures. Such a great playset. Yeah. And it's made and in that seventies Mego style yes, cardboard with the vinyl so over the top. And, and you have such it has Pee Wee with set. his his scoot his um scooter, his mm -hmm. um his helmet. Uh, Reba the Mail Lady, who's mm -hmm. <laughs> Esa Murkerson from Law and Order, yep. with her mailbag, um, King Lawrence, of Cartoons. Lawrence Fishburne, Lawrence, yes, Cowboy Curtis. Cowboy Curtis. Mm -hmm. um, and then Miss Yvonne, who's, and the actress's name I can't 
remember, but she's such a fantastic actress. Yep. She plays all these random characters in all of his movies, and they are all so different. She's. Yep. I only realized this, like, maybe a few viewings ago that she was the nun at the end of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, where she's like, oh, Rusty, you're oh, an inspiration right. to that's us all. Right. And he's like, that's right. I'll say, I'm going to go start a paper route right now. <laughs> so ridiculous to me. <laughs> but she's fantastic. And I used to think that it was Patty, um, what's her face from the 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 Patty um, Duke show. Patty Duke. Oh, you thought it was I, Patty Duke. That's really yes, funny. Well, she does kind of look, look like her a little they bit. They do. Yeah. I used to think it was Patty Duke. Yeah, and it's really not. Funny. It's Missy Vaughn. And she's. She's um she's just incredible. Well, who's who's um, your son's favorite character on the show? Um, probably well Pee Wee. I mean, he's kind of obsessed with Pee Wee. Um, besides Pee Wee, because everybody loves Pee Wee, of course, and I'm a well, huge Paul Rubens fan. He's always way, have been. He likes um, Randy, which is probably a bad sign because he's a smart kid. Randy's my favorite too. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like Randy because he's a little craphead. My favorites were uh, Cherry, Miss Yvonne, Jombie, and Terry, oh, which geez. probably says a lot. Oh, um, that, is that your whole? Say that ooh. one more time because that's your entire personality. Say it one more time. <laughs> Miss Yvonne, Jombie, Terry, <laughs> and. Uh, Missy Vaughn, Jombie, Cherry, and Terry. This is all your personality. There's Everything a little I know Randy about you. Too. Or maybe yeah, a little Billy. bit of Randy, but you're most of the. That's like totally your personality. If you follow his Instagram, he is all of those things put together. I have a very dark side, so there's really there's funny. a little. But then again, that whole that whole world is the whole very subversive, dark and strange. Yes. Well, that's um, a great. What a great choice for number four. Uh, and that almost I love made that, that was line. it was on it was right on the cusp. Um. My What's your number, number four? four is G.I. Joe, a real ah, American hero. We almost overlapped. And spoilers for many different reasons. The great cartoon from Sunbow. Um, mm-hmm. I had everything. The aircraft carrier that belongs to my friend Brian's has been in my toy room. So I don't think it belongs to him anymore. It belongs to me. And um, I had everything. Of course, that was another casualty of the early 2000s move to Los Angeles as I sold all my originals. And I actually... Since they came out with the 25th anniversary, I prefer those to the originals. Um, I don't have a lot of affection for the originals because they didn't—they don't look that great, uh, cartoon-wise, compared yeah. to the newer ones. Yeah. And so I don't even collect the originals. I only collect the newer ones. And I have, like I've said before, like 400 of them <laughs> sitting on the aircraft carrier. But GI Joe, <laughs> one of the greatest, most diverse, interesting lines ever created uh, by humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's not much needed to say because everybody knows how great it is. Yeah. No, I, I agreed, and I guess that's a good segue into my number. What's your number three? Number three is GI Joe. I mean, I, I, I remember, oh gosh, getting some of the first releases. I was tiny, and we got them at some drugstore. I can't even remember. It wasn't. I think the Genovese drugstore, which is the Genovese crime family. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah, they had a, they had a really At least great you contributed. Store. They had a great drugstore. Uh, of course, I bet their drug the store was great. Yeah, um, but I, yeah, I remember. I just I loved the, that they had weapons. Um, I didn't notice until I was an adult and kind of found my collection again. How kind of meh the sculpts were They're in not some great. cases, particularly They're not great. for the females. The females are um, horrible, particularly the head sculpts. Baroness is pretty good for. 
for that time. But the other yeah. ones are rough. The other yeah, ones are rough. Scarlet's pretty rough. That's why I like the newer ones, and they've still never made a great Scarlet. But um, the new the twenty fifth anniversary one's pretty nice. Eh, I like that one. She's so pointy. She looks like an anime. Yeah, character. she's too yeah. pointy. Yeah, you're Scarlet right. Scarlet was not she pointy. Kind of she anime. was not pointy. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, my... I also found them at a little five and dime store in, in, in my old neighborhood and I, the very first wave and I saw them and was like, what is happening right now? Right. Because I had a line of toys that were military based that are my number two that I'll tell you about in a second. Mm-hmm. And I love them so much. And, but these were a little bigger, a little better articulation and they, you know, had all these really interesting characters and then. The vehicles came out, and then I sent away for my Duke and my Cobra Commander, and you know, yes. they just went nuts. And oh my god, I totally forgot I about had, that. Uh, I had a tons <laughs> and tons of GI Joe stuff. I still have a ton of GI Joe. Mine are mostly the newer ones, but um, I, I totally sp- forgot about the mailaways. That's yeah, the mail so aways, funny. The sail, the like wind sailing thing, and all the, yes. the gliders, and all. I had oh, all that stuff. I sent I away loved- for every. Thing. I loved the little mini play sets, the bunker, yep, like the, the little, the little bunkers, camp thing. Although just every little, yeah. such a detail. The vehicles and all the weapons oh, things yeah. were some of the most detailed, best stuff that would hold up today. Even the their figure, first Jeep. Oh, yeah. All first of that, green and they, Jeep they've was... remolded it a million times, and it still holds up today. The figures yeah. themselves do not hold up to me, but the newer ones do no. hold up. And so you can sort of mix and match them together. Um, my favorites were... Uh, Zartan, hands down. All-time favorite. I snuck him onto a uh, grocery cart when Albertson's grocery store <laughs> used to have a whole toy aisle in the 80s, and I snuck it onto the grocery cart, and my mom paid for it and got so mad at me for sneaking it because he was like 10 bucks, and she didn't want to spend the money. Oh, that's right. And he came she with the, was the mad, so mad at me oh, when we got in the car, toy. and I was like, I know that you're mad, but now I own Zartan. <laughs> right, and then his siblings, uh, Zarana and yep. Z- Zandar, uh, Zandar, right? Yeah. Um, Baroness. Such... My favorite yeah. Cobra Commander was the one with the battle armor, the silver, yeah, yeah. um, helmet. Uh, I I know everyone hates Cobra Law, but I loved those. That I set. love those figures are great. And I have the Pythona from um, oh, the, the Collectors Club. Yeah, we um, will definitely is... do a GI Joe podcast because there's so much to talk about with GI Joe. Um, yeah. So tell me your number three. Number, number three. three. No, 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 your number three. My number three. What was your number three? GI Joe. That's right. My Joe. number three. It's your is, turn. Is Black Star. Oh yes. Forget that, Masters of the oh. Universe people. Black Star was first, <laughs> and Black Star was better. The figures are taller. They're not what so squat. Ever. They don't look like they're trying to poop. They actually stand up, and their legs are long, and they yeah, look and like they look at them wrong. There. If you look at them wrong, they they turn into play doh. Oh jeez. <laughs> they're beautiful sculpts, beautiful thing. Their playset is one of my all-time favorites. The Ice Castle, really cool vehicles, I... really cool villains. Even the, the second ice series had the made the... of real ice. It is, and they uh, they had uh, a. <laughs> it's actually one of the most fragile playsets of all time. It it's is. That's what I mean. Crappiest it's... crap that ever uh. crap. So if you ever try and get one, make sure they wrap every tiny inch of it in bubble wrap. Or, I did. I had one that was. Or brand if you new. can pick it up in person, that'd be right. the best thing to do. Um, right. What a great diverse line. So many cool different characters. Also a finite line. Those are fun to collect. There's not too many to get. There's a couple of harder ones to get and, and you know, a couple of vehicles that are tough like the Trobit Wind Machine. Right. And um, they were even, you know, they were really popular overseas. So you can look at eBay France and Italy and Germany and everything. And they there's tons of Black Star on there. 
I and, had, um, uh, yeah, the, and Greece, the bird Greece. Who's yeah, the, the bird? Pink, the bird his warrior. name is, um, he's the pink guy. No, no, he's like gray with a blue helmet. Oh, the, he's the, beak. they're called the palace guard. Okay. They don't have had, a name. That, they were just that's like the only the, one I had as a kid. They were the palace guard for the ice castle. So you used to put two out front and they'd be sitting there. Now, I did purge 75% of my Black Star during the purge. And Ugh. so I still have my originals. Oh, that's good. And my the ones I had as a kid and um, the playset, the the Ice Castle. Everything else I've sold and I'm going to have to recollect at some point. Yeah, um, I, I started collecting those uh, in the mid-2000s and I couldn't find Mara. I couldn't, I couldn't get Mara. A good one. The girl, Yeah, uh, she's a great or character. The, or she's the one guy of the characters. Who, yeah, I, I just it was not... I clones, couldn't find one. You're thinking of the guy that could change. Yes, clone. I couldn't, yeah. and I couldn't find him either. And so I was like, "Never mind," and I sold them all. <laughs> I was like, "I can't do this. If I can't have them all, no. I can't have them." Like, well, I the problem with the the problem with vehicles. the original line, yeah, the problem with the original line is that, that Blackstar had all these friends called the Trobbits, which are these yes. like Ewoky. I still have all of those known the Hobbit. They're of course Hobbit knockoffs, and they made all of them but one. So they made five of the six of them in the original line and never made the sixth one. And so everyone in Black Star Collectors have always been upset about this. But a company called Lulu Berlu, which is a French toy store in Paris, they actually produced uh, the last Trobit Burble as like a special they had on their website for a long time. And they probably made uh, 50 to 100 of them. So they're still around. They're $6,000. And you can still find them. Uh, Um, You can still find them. they but, charge a whew, lot of money. They do, sure. and it's a, but their toy store is really cool. It's really the only reason I want to go to Paris is to see that toy store. I'm sure there's other cool stuff there, but who cares? I want yeah, to go. I want to go see that toy store. Town. What a crap town. Wear some crap deodorant, town. people. Nothing to uh, do. Oh, you wait, 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 wait <laughs> oh. a second. Um, I love Paris, um, and I visited there on an educational trip in high school this is just a random segue speaking of deodorant and i was on a we went on a train from madrid to to paris now at the border we had to stop in the middle of the night while they widened the tracks because i guess i can't remember if it was spain or france i guess it was spain they had they did they redid all of their train tracks and made them wider because they didn't want to prevent invasion by train (laughs) so strange yeah, so you, if you are on a train in or out of Spain, um, you have to stop at the border while they adjust the tracks. So we did that. So it was a long trip. It was 14 hours. Holy and, cow. Yeah, from Madrid to, to, to Paris. Um, and there was a train of Spaniard students. There was a train of Americans. There was a train That's of funny. French. And there was another train of Americans. And all of us started to, you know, commingle and talk sure. and whatever. and. I spoke Spanish pretty well, so I that was fun. But to get to our from one American car to the other, you had to go through the the French car, Yikes. and the Spanish car and the American car smelled fine. And then you know we started to smell like a little a little ripe, you know, just from the long trip. Sure. The French car smelled like it smelled great, is what you're trying to say, because we're not trying to alienate yeah. the French. It smelled was, great. It, it was, was the no, best smelling of all. They don't wear it, and they know it. It was just, and I just thought, this is something that you grow up with, and you get used to, and you don't notice guess, it otherwise. But if you don't, you, well, I mean, you think about it, we, we, before deodorant, that's what everybody smelled like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they put on perfumes and things, and yeah, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. So it was it was just so interesting, because I had always heard about it. But I'd never, never experienced it, and I thought it was just a bunch of bull. But it was true. 
So, random segue. Welcome to the Each Sold Separately French People Smell Bad podcast with <laughs> no, Rain Scar and Brian Charles Rooney. No, they don't in France. Your number two is what? Because this podcast is getting real long. So tell oh, me gosh. your number two. Number two is Shira, Princess of Power. Oh, geez. What a shock. I know. Um, I've talked enough about Shira and Princess the, the Princess of Power line. It was yes, amazing. Yes, you I was have. I, just to recap. I was not allowed <laughs> to have any of it. Uh, my mother was like militantly opposed to me having any Shira toys, though she did buy me Double Trouble because she thought she didn't have hair. She did have a long, gigantic golden braid and one of the most drag queen esque outfits in the entire line. Um, my grandmother, in response to my mother's bigotry. Bought me the Starburst Shira Crystal Swift Twin two pack for my birthday, which, as we have discussed, is the gayest, most yes. unapologetically pink and crystallized toy of the eighties. Speaking 80s. of gay conversion, that toy definitely makes it. <laughs> and then I did get Catra and Storm for Christmas because I, I begged my mother and said she was part of the evil horde, but I, it was taken away from me the next day, and I didn't get it back for years. Yikes. This explains well, or, a lot of your psychological like problems. This explains a lot of your psychological problems. <laughs> psychological um, problems. I don't have any psychological problems. What are you problem. talking about? What um, are you talking about? Um, <laughs> Shira, very yeah. exciting. Shira was amazing. I was very disappointed at the end because they didn't release the Star Sisters, which almost made, well, I guess samples were produced. Um, and uh, a couple of the guys that worked at Mattel over the last few years. Um, the Sander brothers found the the samples and had them on display wow. at PowerCon, and oh, cool. people are begging Super Seven to make those, and I hope they do. Yeah. Um, or Mattel, I mean, Mattel sure, would be probably Mattel, cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be really nice to see those made. That that line was, I think, pretty groundbreaking. the The character was beautiful, but she was strong. She was independent. Adora, the secret identity, made her brother look like an idiot. Um, uh, yeah. Which was kind of fun. Um, and the best, my, my favorite, just my favorite thing was a good toy line that could, that had a good cartoon and good media otherwise, good books, tapes, records, um, that kind of thing. And, and Mattel just did a really great job of licensing uh, the Shira property out to companies to make those kind of things, Agreed. and you could even yeah. you can have shampoo. Oh yeah, um, yeah. My sister you know. had uh, that one Christmas they came out. She got the ca- the you know palace, yeah, the, all the different. The she Crystal really had about Castle. The Crystal Castle. She had um, about ten of the figures, and so those are the ones I played with as a kid. And I mm-hmm. looked for hers when I grew up, and my parent, the my dad and my stepmom had thrown them away. I um, didn't. I didn't get so the rest sadly. of them until later um when i started looking in toy magazines for toy sellers and the classifieds of those yeah, toy collector the magazines. old days yeah the old yeah days. and i found some woman who was selling them in york pennsylvania and i it was my first um foray into collecting and i now have a complete loose collection and an almost complete mint on a card mint and box collection nice. um and then a neighbor Again, and that same neighbor that gave me the rainbow roller from Care Bears gave me all her Shira stuff. Nice. Uh, after you know we had grown out of it, quote unquote, and the ball, they, <laughs> yeah, they didn't have any accessories or anything. So, 
<laughs> those are now wearing all the fantastic fashions. Very nice. Carded armor, quote unquote armor. <laughs> well, my my number two is from the very early eighties, and the reason this is this high on the list is because I kept seeing them at the store, and uh, my parents they finally went on clearance when um, the company Mego went out of business, and it's the last Mego mm. line. And um, I love them so much. I still have my originals to this day, the original playset. And that is Migo's Eagle Force, which was um, oh sure came out just before GI Joe, and um, so they were sort of developed around the same time, the same concept with all the different characters. But they were made of metal. They're little metal figurines. They're sort of the size of masks figures, that little tiny like two inch mm-hmm. scale. Uh, a lot of interesting, diverse characters. Um, actually, very diverse line. Um, there's a girl, of course, she has blonde hair, name's Goldie, of course. And, um, <laughs> but it's actually a pretty diverse line of, um, several African American characters and a Native American character and a, uh, Asian American character and all kinds of different stuff. So it's actually a really beautiful, done line. It was kind of Migo's last gasp into the small toy world, uh, before they, you know, improprieties and things forced them out of business. <laughs> And it has one of the all-time great. That's a play- kind way of putting you, it. Yeah, has one of the all-time great playsets called Eagle Island, and it's a very imposing playset. It's about probably about 15 inches tall, and it's like the sculpt, like the mountain sculpted out of a giant eagle. And it's a yes. really cool playset. They have a ton of vehicles. There were a ton of European variants, and it was just one of my favorites as a kid that I took everywhere with me. And so its nostalgic value took it to towards the top of the list. But the whole world is wondering, the whole world is wondering what could be BCR Duke's number one. And if we are all wrong here, uh, we will all go straight to hell. But I bet we are correct in thinking that it has something to do with uh, a character named Man at Arms and another character named Tila and another character uh, named Leech and all kinds of people. Snake Man is um, uh, is your number one by a company called Mattel. Um, why would you assume that? Why would it? Why would you? I, I was I was <laughs> going to say Supernaturals, but you know I'm oh, just I'm so kidding. Oh, um, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping for Strawberry Shortcake, but oh well. <laughs> yes, um, it's it's Masters of the Universe. I don't need to say anything about Masters of the Universe. It's the best toy line of the '80s. <laughs> it's definitely the most profitable toy line of the 80s, right? Which Next makes it the Joe, best. Which I'm makes it the best. <laughs> so well, it oh, does have on. one of the greatest... Eternia, play- it, the it has Eternia playset has play a monorail. No, Eternia is is one of the all top five greatest playsets ever yes. created and conceived by humans, Ugh. along with the flag. I mean, these are the ones that these toy lines were so popular, they gave us these ridiculously large yeah. re- playsets that could never be made again. <laughs> I remember it took me like two Except days maybe a Barbie a one. To put that Eternia set together, of course. And I did not. I lived in it. Like I mean, you know, not really, but I, I, the memories from that were just so amazing. I, it, incredibly joyful. Um, so your number one. Let me. I'm trying to think if I can guess. Number one. What do you think it is? I haven't mentioned it yet, and <sighs> I mention it quite a bit. And it's the coolest. I think most unique, um, beautiful fantasy line of the 1980s. Beautifully made as well. Fantasy line? Yeah, it's made it's by probably a obvious, company it... we talked about called Remco. 
Oh, okay. Um, so what is it? Do you know? Sunman. <laughs> Sunman's Sun made by Olmec. No, but it's Sunman is a cool line. But it is not Sunman. It is. I probably know what it is, but I don't remember the title of it. It is Crystar the Crystal yeah. Warrior. Oh, no, that Christar, wasn't what I was thinking the of. Crystal Warrior. But that's obviously. Uh, uh, see, this it is has... my Alzheimer's head. <laughs> It That's has one bad. of the great playsets, of course, which is one of my requirements. If you notice, right. most of these had playsets. Yes. Um, the Crystal Castle. It had great figures. Um, Crystar himself is still one of the greatest action figures ever produced. Yeah, they're uh, just amazing. That, just that figure alone is one of the greatest figures ever produced. He looks like candy, too. He does. <laughs> and it's a, it's a finite line that has some really cool uh, accessories, little battering rams. There's a crystal one and a sort of lava one, mm-hmm. and there's a crystal dragon and a lava dragon, and it's like this yin and yang situation with he and his brother, Moltar. Yes. And you get these really fun, ridiculous characters and a couple of wizards and little play sets and little accessory the wizard, sets. The wizard with the purple the purple. Yeah, the purple, uh, he's the guy, yeah, that's him. I forget his name off the top of my head. I, but um, I but such, a cool, such a cool, amazing line. Um, but now that we bored you all for an hour and fifteen minutes, for, <laughs> oh my god, it's that's our top ten. Yet. It's the longest yet. But we were talking toys of the eighties and top ten toys, toy lines of the nineteen eighties. That's Colonel Reigns' list and BCR Duke's list. So for Colonel Reigns and Brian Charles Rooney, thanks for listening to each sold separately. Collect them all and action figure podcast. And Strawberry Shortcake did not make the list. No, she did not. She's in the top twenty though. <laughs> So you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week. Who's the big guy with the muscles? He's He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Skeletor is his enemy. If He-Man, Skeletor, and Castle Grace go, you have to put the castle together. You're doomed, He-Man. Oh, yeah? Watch this action, Dad. He-Man and Skeletor each sold separately. Castle Grayskull also sold separately from the Masters of the Universe collection from Mattel. Okay, Fruster and do a hair. Look at that angel fly. It's like the Crystal Castle. Those boys want to spoil our game. You go away and play. Sheer is our adventure game. I'll be Sheer on Swift Wind. And I'll be Angela. She can fly. Freeze him, Fruster! Now, Mama Skeletal, let's get out of here. <laughs> when danger is near, call for Shira, the princess of power, and her friends. <laughs>